I have an immense respect for roofers. Yeah. Because they work hard every shingle day. Hmm. That's fun. Yep. Yeah. I respect roofers too. Or as I call them, <clears throat> dogs. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, there's a van in Syracuse that was parked across my street mm-hmm. for a while that said roofing specialist. And I wanted to take a video of it and then turn it to my face and I say, do you mean dogs? And then I've never been able to find this van again. And I looked up where they are from mm-hmm. and I've went to there yeah. and the van isn't there. And there's, it's also not on the building. Mm. So I, I don't know. Maybe they went away. Yeah. They went extinct. No more dogs. Rip. Rip two dogs. I think this is like the third episode in a row now that we've mentioned dogs. Bingo. Um, What's his name? <laughs> oh boy. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Evan DM's Joke Doctor, a podcast where we watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 once and then we're done with it. We don't watch it every year until we die. That would be crazy. That would be like the worst idea of all time, or at least something related to that. We find jokes. We talk about jokes. Mm -hmm. Sarah brings jokes. That's Sarah. Okay. Sarah finds jokes in different places, brings them to me. We talk about them. I try to guess the punchline. Maybe sometime soon, I think we'll do a version where Sarah just tells me the punchline, and I have to construct a setup. And I think that's really interesting, like talking about once you have the wordplay at the end, where do you go to set up all of the elements of that? That's just as funny. It's just as important Mm -hmm. as what the punchline is and how you phrase that is how you get there. And that's what happens on this podcast. You're all caught up. Let's, let's start it now. We have an email. Okay. From Mike Power. Hello, Mike. So this Matthew Perry joke I saw on TikTok. Oh, no. Hi, Pod. I saw this joke on TikTok. Matthew Perry was telling it on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, thank God. So the joke is, this guy is standing on the street and he has a giant peach for a head. A man walks up to him and he goes, um, you have a peach for a head. What's up with that? And the guy goes, funny story, actually. A genie came up to me and granted me three wishes. For my first wish, I asked to be rich. And a guy came with a briefcase with a million dollars. Suddenly, I'm a millionaire. For my second wish, I asked for the most beautiful woman in the world to fall madly in love with me. Mila Kunas walked up to me and she said, I love you. We're getting married in a month. Pause for a second. My prediction is that the third wish is I wish I had a peach for a head. Continue. For my third wish, I asked to have a giant peach as a head. (laughs) Mike says, I'm curious if there's more going on in it than I see or if it's just an anti-joke. Keep up the good work or don't. I'm not your boss, Mike, from the Distinctly Not a Book Club. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. First of all, called it. Yeah. From a mile away, from downtown. So what's going on here is that it's playing off of a more classic joke. The most iconic version of this is a guy walks into a bar with a a man who's about a foot tall. Mm -hmm. And he has a little scaled down to his size grand piano. Mm -hmm. And he puts him on the bar and he starts playing amazing classical music. Mm -hmm. Very talented. 
and then you would do the first two bits of that joke, right? So, so what's going on there? He said, well, I met a genie and I asked, I had three wishes. The first one I asked to be rich and a guy came up with a briefcase full of money and I'm a millionaire. Then I asked for a beautiful wife and a beautiful woman came by and said she was madly in love with me. The bartender says, and what about this guy? Well, you got to make sure to speak very clearly because I did not ask for a 12 inch pianist. Mm. So that's the, like, I, that's what you're expecting, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the wordplay that this could be reinterpreting? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just, I asked for a peach for a head. And because it's, it's subverting your belief that there's going to be wordplay, mm -hmm. it's then funny, but you have to have the social, cultural context of other jokes similar to it. I see. Yeah. So. 12-inch pianist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm I'm glad you got that. Yeah. Because something else would be, I feel like, too much. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that's how you, that's how you know a man wrote that joke. Yeah. Joe, if that character in a joke was written by a woman, he would have asked for a six-inch, relatively wide pianist that doesn't get tired. You know. Yeah. Anyway. How did the two figs make their marriage last? Figs. Yep. Like the fruits. Yeah. Um. How did they make their marriage last? Is this, does this have to do with the sort of wasp fig thing? No. People probably don't know about that well enough to know for that to be like what the joke is. Figs, um, is it like a Newton thing? Nope. Fig Newton, uh, something to do with fruit or jam? Nope. Jelly? Nope. Figs, dates, went on regular dates? Yep. They went out on weekly dinner dates. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if, okay, so a fig and a date aren't the same fruit. No, they are not. And they're not even really that close, no, right? Not really. I like, mean, I mean, they're associated, but they're like you could you if someone brought if someone was like, "Hey, do you want some dates, the fruit?" Mm -hmm. and you brought them figs, they would be like, "This is objectively different." Yeah, in a lot of ways, figs really good though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to eat a fig. Iconically good. They're funny on the inside. Yeah, because because of, of the whole wasp situation. Well, just like the texture, the texture is, is very funny. Strange. And as a joke podcast, we should mainly be talking about fruits that are very funny inside, like honeydew and pomegranate. I love pomegranate. Um, I know. Cut one of those bad boys open yesterday. Yeah. You and brought it to my house and we haven't done anything with it. Oh, I was going to eat it and then you made pancakes for breakfast. Yeah. So well, I'll eat it later. I guess so. Yeah, you can have some too if you want. What do you, how do you eat them? The I, seeds? You just I eat just them? eat them. Okay. I was going to just use a spoon and eat them. I feel like I've done that before and I'm not a huge fan of the texture, but it's funny. It's a funny texture. They kind of, they like squirt. Gross. Yeah. There's a seed inside and you eat the seed. I ugh, squirt and seed inside. <laughs> Not for me, thanks. Hey, it's I'm a waiting, pomegranate. I'm waiting till marriage. Okay. Mm. Oh, are you? Yes. Okay. To eat pomegranates. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Well, you failed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. you've eaten pomegranates before and you're not married. Yeah, but you know... If I do, if I like get baptized or something, oh, you know, are you going to do that? Yes. Really? Mm -hmm. yep. When? Um, sort of right after I eat the next pomegranate. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or right before marriage. One of the two. Anyway. Um, so figs aren't like dates and that's all that's going on there, right? It was yeah. just two figs went on regular dates. Yeah. That does, it, it, there's not even an indication in the punchline that date is the wordplay. No. I guess. See, that would, that would be better. 
You know what would be better is if the if the things in the setup were prunes, because mm-hmm. I think prunes are closer to dates. Yeah. And prunes iconically are good for your like bowel health. Mm-hmm. And so like if you said like people say prunes make you regular. Mm-hmm. So regular dates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you were saying a prune is the regular date. So they went out on weekly dates. Yeah. But if you changed it to regular. Yeah. Sure. Just normal every Saturday night at Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. That's, hey, it's a good life. It's a good life. We talked about it on the bonus episode for this episode. I went to Red Lobster and I ate a bunch of shrimp. And to find out how many shrimp, you're going to have to listen to that episode when it comes out in eight months. It's a really funny number, too. <laughs> it's, so, it's the funniest number. Um, and it's higher than you might think it is. Yes, Evan ate 420 <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> Sorry, I, spoilers. I ate 42 shrimp, but then I hit a bonus that, that multiplied it by 10. My goal kind of was 42. Because it's the, life, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. And if, shrimp. Even if I had stopped there. And then it'd be shrimp heaven now. That's true. That's true. And Is that how you felt yesterday going into Red Lobster? That it was shrimp that heaven That it was shrimp, he- shrimp heaven then? <laughs> there was a small voice in the back of my head that said, we can't keep doing this. Mm. And I think that that was my conscience uh, speaking on behalf of my gut health. About how many shrimps you can eat? Yeah. Mm. Not not that many. Not the funny number every every Saturday. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be too much. Let's do the next um, joke, please. What kind of computers do horses use? What kind of computers do horses use? Is it something like they don't use them, but there's a farmer in Adele? No. Farmer and Adele? No. Um, types of computer. Okay, Acer... PC, Mac, Macintosh, Macintosh, Apple. Macintosh? Yep. Because horses like apples? Mm-hmm. It just says Macintosh. Okay. I don't know if there's a, a horse brand. A horse brand? <laughs> a brand of horse? Um, yeah. No, I think it's literally that Macintosh is a type of apple. And horses like apples. And horses like apples. It doesn't feel like there's anything else there. Like, it doesn't feel like there could be anything else there. Farmer and Adele is way better. Farmer and Adele. Farmer and Adele. Farmer and Adele. Groovy tunes. Yeah. Hello from the other farm. Something like that. I don't know. The other barn. That's also good. Grass is greener when you say hello from the other side. Should I give up or should I keep on chasing horses? Don't go chasing horses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't, don't go chasing horse please stick to the ponies and the goats that you used to um <laughs> tlc actually stands for trip pull crown vodka hmm? i don't know okay tlc like the band who did yeah yeah did no scrubs and waterfalls and waterfalls. specifically <laughs> relevant to the point <laughs> Let's do another joke because that, that, there's nothing to be done in regards to the horse. Why did the coffee lose his wallet? Coffee lose wallet. Coffee have money. Money bean. Coffee have money? Coffee, I guess so. I mean, maybe he wasn't concerned because he didn't have any money. Was he broke? No. Was he bean broke for a while? No. So that's what grinding is when the bean broke for a while. Why did the coffee lose his wallet? He misplaced it. Miss. Frappuccino. Is it a type of coffee? No. Is it a type of money thing? No. Oh, man. Um, Something to do with Starbucks? 
No. Duncan? No. Canceled both of them. Sorry. BTW. Good to know. Free Palestine. Mm-hmm. So that's Palestine. the official stance of this podcast. It is. That there is a genocide happening. And that it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't that's, be. That's the important second part. That there, <laughs> is yeah, that there, when it's happening sh- and it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be. be. Yeah. There should never be a genocide happening. I agree. Anyway. Anyway, uh, back to the comedy podcast. Um, I don't know what this could be if it's not a coffee thing and it's not a money thing. <laughs> the coffee lost his wallet because he was mugged. Huh. Okay. I got mugged once. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid. Did you have any money? Yeah, I did. Oh dear. I had I was I was in elementary school. I think I was like in kindergarten actually. Was someone mugged a child? Yeah. A bigger child mugged a smaller child. Okay, no, you got bullied. What are no, you talking about? No, okay, so here's what happened. I was walking to my class and I think I like I had a doctor's appointment that morning or something, so I was coming in late and so I was the only kid in the hallway and then a bigger kid came up and it was like, Hey, you have your lunch money with you and I was like, Yeah, my mom just gave me all my lunch money. And she was like, okay, well, give it to me. I'll take it to your teacher for lunchtime. And I said, okay. And so I gave her my okay, fucking so lunch Okay, so first money. of all, that's not mugging. <laughs> that's bullying. Second of all, it's not even bullying. You got swindled. You got conned. And then at lunch, they didn't want to give me lunch because I didn't have lunch money. And I was like, no, the bigger kid said she was going to bring it to my class and give it to my teacher. And they were like, no. And then they had to call my parents. And my parents were really mad that a bigger kid stole my money. That was like not how I expected their play to go. I thought they were going to be like, I'm bigger than you. Give me your money. No. But I guess you would have like cried. And then they just used the fact that they were older than you. Yeah, I didn't like cry or anything. Like she asked for like my teacher's name and everything. I was like, all right, cool. Sure. You got scammed. Yeah. Yeah. That's not mugging, to be fair. Happened once and never again. Yeah, that's true. Oh, like the other day when I got a call from... U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Right, yeah. And I stayed on the line for a second because our friend was in Canada with a, without his passport because yeah. it got stolen. Mm-hmm. And so for a second, I was like, hey, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I have to help Jim Brazil. Honestly, it's like if you were... But then they were like, this is my my badge number. Write it down. Do you have a pen and paper? And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Number? I don't need your badge number, lady. Get out of here. Honestly, it would have been very funny if you were like, is this about Jimbers? And they were like, yes. <laughs> no, apparently I have a whole bunch of drugs and money in the Mexico-U.S. Uh, border. Oh. Somebody's trying to mail me through the United States Postal Service. Is that what they said to you? Yeah. I was like, hmm, I don't think no, so. No, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. They were like, did you order drugs? I'm like, no. <laughs> what? Did you order drugs? <laughs> Hey, we're the government. We just want to know, have you been doing anything illegal lately? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. no? Oh, right. It's interesting because we have this package. It's full of drugs and money. And it has your name on and it. And that got... name is... Joe. It's Joe. Mama. It says Joe Ma- <laughs> <sighs> Nadine, they did it again. That's the fourth Joe Mama this week. I don't know why I keep falling for it. <laughs> can we my stardew valley baby's name is joe mama of course it is <laughs> that's very funny can we do the uh we got a we've got a beefy comedy review right now yeah we do okay comedy reviews so we watched paul blart mall cop 2 
because there's a podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart. It's hosted by the McElroy brothers and Tim and Guy of The Worst Idea of All Time. Every year they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 sometime in November, and they do a podcast review about it. I've never actually seen the movie, despite having watched, despite having listened to the podcast for years now. And I figured, why not, now that I have my own podcast on which we talk about reviews of things, mm-hmm. comedy things specifically, um, why not Why not now? And then, then I'll have more This is just like when you move out of your parents' house and you go, well... I can turn the heat on in October. Who's going to stop me? It's like your money will. (laughs) Your lack of money will. Dude, my my heat is so fucking expensive. It's very annoying and it doesn't even go to the bathroom. Ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of things that don't work as they should, Paul Blart Mile Cop 2, let's start. He runs weird. He runs so weird and it's like, okay, so. That was like my first comment, like two minutes in. Mm -hmm. That that Two minutes includes the credits. So it's even less into the actual film. Two minutes into the MP4 file of Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And he's just like running weird because his his wife wife of six days divorced him. And then when his mom died, he ran weird. His mom got hit by a truck. They Which don't like even have I, a funeral. No, I like and I saw it coming, right? Yes. He's like, My mom, and she like goes to bend down and then I'm like, yeah, yeah. That was gonna happen. She was gonna get hit by a car, of course. So what I'm gathering from definitely different points of your watching experience is that despite having listened to like a podcast and a half that recaps the plot of the story, mm-hmm. you didn't remember any of that. Really didn't. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to a full episode of Maybe, maybe. We did when we drove did to... Did we listen to all of it? Yeah. We listened oh. to the whole thing. Yeah. Really none of it stuck. It's fine. It's recapping a movie that you don't know anything about. And, and, for and some they people, talk about work. other stuff. Like yeah. last night they were talking about Here Comes the Boom. Well, that, yeah. That has nothing to do with Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Well, yeah, but that was like part of the Okay. Thing. Well, I also haven't seen Here Comes the Boom. Yeah, me so, neither. Like... Well, um, it was just... Kind of mind blowing to me that your first comment two minutes in was why did he do that? Yeah. A comment that you made multiple times. Yeah. And I had to be like, Well, I think he is attempting to make a joke here. He's trying to be funny with his movements. Someone really didn't go to clown college. He, and he it shows. He's like a guy who you'd be like, Oh, you went to clown college because of your personality and mm. not because of any of his abilities mm. as like a comedic actor. Barely so, yeah. for his personality. I mean, he barely has one, except for. So I mean, I don't know too much about Kevin James, but as Paul Blart, he is Blart, the king of queens. He is the king of queens. I didn't know that. He drives a truck. He Paul. The thing that's the most aggravating about this man, this character, is that he's like always talking about what he's doing and what's happening to him. Mm-hmm. Like when he was like holding all of his bags. He was just like fumbling with them and he put them down to to rest and then he picked them back up again as the line moved forward. But the whole time he was like, oh, struggling with these bags, bags, struggling with these bags, gotta put them down to break. Oh, oh, the line's moving again, better pick these up, move forward. And it's like, we're watching this happen. His daughter was standing right there just like texting or whatever. He could have said, hey, sweetie, could you help me with these bags? Mm Mm-hmm. Or just sort of been quiet. He's just always talking to himself about what is happening to him. And also, it, he didn't need to be holding the bags. The valet person offered to take the bags for him. Yes, but he didn't want to pay money. He yeah. didn't want to pay money for the valet. And the valet was free because they were at some mm-hmm. fancy hotel. But he did 
blow all of his money um, on a single game of craps. craps, which is just a dice rolling game. I don't know what that is. Me neither. He drank a root beer really fast. That's actually, I have that written down as the only impressive thing he's done in this movie. Drank and I think it kind of continued to be the way. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that's Kevin James the man doing something impressive. Except for he didn't really get to savor the root beer. That's true. That's true. Like I don't, I don't think you should drink any beverage like that mm-hmm. except for water. Right. Like if you're going to drink a different kind of drink, take your time, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And with all the carbonation in a root beer, you're going to have like hiccups. And he, that's you know what I was just thinking? There's no like burps or fart jokes. Or nutshot jokes. Yeah. The whole movie. Which is good. Which I th- I commend them for, absolutely. Yeah. It feels like that would have been That's so like, cheap to do. Right. But he's already doing like the weird moves with his body. They couldn't do that and any yeah. bodily function joke. It definitely, yeah. I think that's like one of those things where it makes you think like, okay, so someone had the idea to not just do the most banal basic shit. Yeah, but other that than was, that, you, you can't. You know, it was Kevin James's idea. He's like, "I'm a professional comedian. I don't need <laughs> fart jokes to make people laugh." Yeah, maybe you do, buddy. <clears throat> maybe you do, because it j- just nothing he did, I think, was particularly compelling or funny, except for the one of the last scene. But we'll get to that. I was just thinking about how everyone is confused by him all the mm-hmm. time. Everyone. I was confused by him. Yeah, I'm still confused. It, it like. The first like six interactions he has with other people are just strange. Yeah. And he just like has no consistency to how he talks to people. With the kid at the beginning where he like finds a kid and brings him back to his mom, he's like, this kid doesn't want to hug me. Yeah. And it's okay that he doesn't want to hug me. Right. That's fine. Hey, lady, you're kind of being rough on your kid right now. And then after that, he's just like... And then the kid slaps him. And the kid slaps him for... And it's just like, that's not funny. He like tried his best yeah. to like respect this kid's boundaries. And this mom was a bad person. Kid should have hit his mom. No, he shouldn't. No. Kids should not hit their mom. <laughs> Every other interaction he has is him being like the worst one, Yeah, basically. Like until I guess he's like, like saving I, the maybe, day. Maybe but. the thing is he's only good as a mall cop. Honestly, that really kind of makes sense. Like, he can't be anything else. He can only be a mall cop. And he can't, like, he has no... Okay, my other thing is, where'd he get his kid from? So he had a first wife. What happened to her? Uh, Did she get hit by a milk truck? Maybe. I think I think the story is that they have the child, and they have, like, they have a baby and get married or whatever, or just have the kid, I don't know. So that she can secure American citizenship, uh, and then she leaves him. Which is she why decides she don't want to be in America. <laughs> she doesn't want to be with Paul Blart <laughs> in America. In America, at least, and also leaves her kid. Yes, which is why her kid is like half Mexican, I think. Okay. Um, and then the kid who is you said like a Disney. Yeah, actress. she's a yeah. She was on Austin Alley. And then David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place was mm. her uh, crush. Yeah, Lane Chicken Chow Lane, which whatever that means. Whatever that means. He says a lot Listen. of stuff that just doesn't have anything to do with the anything. The two of them got locked in a really nice hotel room, and they didn't do anything. They were actively being kidnapped. Yeah, but like nothing was really happening to them. They, you think they, they should just, have made out? Yeah, I think they should have. 
That's a good. I think that's a good. I think if they had like they, you know what? I think like there should have been some actual reason for Paul to feel threatened by this Lane guy. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, he didn't even try to put the moves on her. He was just, like, very nice and respectful, gave her a little present. There's not even, like, a little aside where he's just like, hey, I know what happens. We are frumpy and big. We're blarts. We're awkward. Yeah. Guys like this, they just see you as an easy target and they want to take something from you. I don't want you to get hurt by someone like this when they take advantage of you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that would have been like a normal conversation yeah. where she could have been like, OK, I understand that, but he's being nice to me yeah, and I respect myself. You've taught me to respect myself. I'm protected at all times. I mm-hmm. have pepper spray. If he's going to do anything to me that I don't want, I can stop him. I have a knife. Yeah. You know, but there's just like there's none of that connection between the two. And so when he drives his daughter away, you're just like, yeah, OK. You did that actively. You clearly have like a fine relationship with her most of the time. And you're just like enacting things to be bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think absolutely that would have been a good beat when they're just like, we're locked in here. Yeah, they gave him a nice big room with a nice bed, lovely view, like... They could have, they could have started making out. And then like the, one of the henchmen comes in is just like, I don't know, like he busts in and then they're just like, oh yeah, we're being kidnapped. We should get out of here. You know, something like that. There's been some sort of like tonal shift. Yeah. You know, that would have like strengthened their interest in each other. And also he she wears this like not revealing at all bathing suit that he complains about. Yeah. And she's he says something like, That's like great outfit for an elf. For maybe for an elf. Yeah. And I've no idea what that and means. And the rest of the movie she's wearing like long sleeves and pants. Yeah. Which was really like Paul really's taken a toll on her self-image. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe she doesn't really value herself as much as she should because yeah. her dad is a dick. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, he also gets hit by a car like yeah. a little bit. Well, he's on a Segway. And then when he's like getting up after not after he gets hit by a car, but like we cut to him in the in the hotel and he gets up and he just says to himself, one of his many sort of just things that he's commenting where he's just like, you could have just thought this. He just gets up and he goes, lactic acid. Or when what he's talking when about? when the hotel manager is talking to him and mm-hmm. he goes, airbag. Oh my God. That was just that just made me like he thinks that this woman is hitting on him and, and he pretends that she's hitting on him so much that she starts hitting on him later. Yeah. And it's insane. And then he like turns her down big time. And then he's like, and she's hot. She's super hot. Yeah. And yeah, at one point she's like, Blart, I love you. And he like cuts her off. Blart, mi amor. Yeah. Paul, mi amor. Yeah. It's, like, it's just, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And like, she's dating the hot security guard at the hotel. Like yeah. really, and this is how you know Kevin James wrote, wrote the this script. Movie? Yeah. Yeah. But he was he's also like, no, I can't get with the actual hot one. Like yeah. the the hot one who's into me. Cause I think part of him, maybe he knows that he's like being manipulative there. Yeah. He's just like, I just got broken up with after six days. Yeah. I don't want to do this again. Like some part of him, he's just like always both extremely self-aware and completely oblivious to what's happening Mm -hmm. that he's causing. It's so weird where it's like he can only admit that he is a failure when he's by himself. Yeah. When he's around other people, he's just constantly bluffing and it just Mm -hmm. doesn't work for him. You made me write down the one time I actually laughed. Yes. Okay. Can we both say that you laughed once Yeah. and I laughed zero times? Yeah. 
But I didn't laugh at anything Paul Blart did. No. I want to make that very clear. Anna Gasteyer had an amazing performance as Mrs. Gundermutt. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the thing that you laughed at was genuinely funny. I was like, you yeah. just laughed at a thing that was in the movie that was supposed to be funny, and it was. Yeah. So he's talking to his one of the other security guards and their wife. And oh, and like at the end of the conversation, she's like, "I can't wait to, to meet yeah, I can't wife. wait to meet your wife. Have her text me. We'll go get our nails done." Just like so offhandedly, yeah. So <laughs> just amazing, deli- like genuinely good comedic delivery of a funny line. Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I didn't realize people could do that. Yeah, it's but also so fun. Really good. Definitely texted someone to be like, "Hey, you want to go get your nails done with me?" Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, like the whole there's like this whole friction because his daughter gets accepted to UCLA oh, yeah. and she doesn't want to tell him because he's and so. And they live lonely. in New Jersey. Yeah, he's yeah. just like I can't do this. She's just she just says I can't do this thing that I want because my dad is going to be lonely and I'm afraid of how he's going to be when he's lonely. And you can sort of tell that he is also afraid of this. Mm-hmm. He just got divorced and his mom died. Yeah, like he he should be react honestly in a way it kind of explains how weird he is being in this movie because he's going through shock yeah he's going through like uh like grief grief and And a different kind of loss like two different kinds of grief at once yeah and then his daughter's like bt dubs ditching you bye like i can understand why she hides that information it's like three forms of grief (sighs) all of the important people in his life just out of there it kind of makes you think like yeah, when you see a guy... Maybe if he was... Maybe if nothing was happening to him, he would be fine. Yeah. He wouldn't run like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a kind guess, of an... Imp- do we have to watch the first one now? No, we don't. To see... No, we don't. <laughs> to see if so, he's better. <laughs> no, so we, 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 we've, done our, we've done our time. I think it's important to keep in mind that when you see someone be weird and crazy... And when they do things like interrupt someone talking to them and go airbag, airbag, (laughs) that maybe they're just going through incredible grief and that there's something going on with them that they can't control and they're lashing out because they don't have good coping mechanisms. It's important to keep in mind that that's just how people are sometimes, you know, and Paul Blart has shown us that. Wow. You illegally downloaded Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and that's just available on Netflix. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) Wow. I didn't even check. Well, I looked up how to get Paul Blart and I didn't see Netflix. Is it? Are you playing it right now? Yeah, I clicked on. Well, I did get to watch it in my preferred VLC media player. So no regrets. Oh, here comes the boomers on Netflix. Well, maybe you can watch that on your own. Yeah. It um, is an MMA movie, though. So oh, I don't know anything about that. So my final thought is that there was a moment at the end where he sees a, a, a woman on, on horse. a horse. And like a like a horse cop in L.A., which I don't know if that's a thing that it's happens a thing there. in Shrek. Yes. And it's supposed to be L.A. And they have horse cops there. So maybe that is referencing. And then a Shrek thing that gets hot there. and he rides. Let's horse not cop. recap another movie. OK, of another actually funny movie. So he sees a woman on a horse, a horse cop, and he just does this thing where he like centers himself and then he turns his head to the camera and he's like doing like a sexy smolder face yeah and i was like he looks exactly like how shrek does in shrek 2 he when does, he turns a into a human yeah but yeah. with a mustache it like works i'm like oh this is like a 
he just did like subtle face acting or not subtle, but he did face acting that was like purposeful. And you're just like, I, he didn't have to say, you know, maybe he did say time to turn it on or whatever, but he Mm -hmm. didn't say it while it was happening. So you could just watch him do that. And you're like, oh, he's putting on a face to be sexy here. And I was like, that worked. And then he walks towards the camera and he almost gets hit by another car. He almost gets hit by another car. But you're just like, oh, this guy like looks nor like he looks fine. Yeah. Like if you saw this guy and you were into people built like him or who are cops, you know, yeah. you'd be like, oh, there's a great dude. Yeah. You like mustaches as well. Maybe you kind of see what the the hotel lady was seeing. Yeah. Yeah. For a small second there. Exactly. You're sort of like, I understand. Well, he's wearing like decent clothes. He's he's wearing he's wearing like this weird Hawaiian shirt, and which like, you liked actually though. No, the very first shirt. one that had the fishies and yes. the the turtles on it. Like I would wear that ironically. Yeah. But like like for most of it, he's just wearing like big Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, and then his like actual security yeah. outfit. But, but but at the end, he's wearing the UCLA sweatshirt. Yeah, and like, and like a fanny pack and some and some regular pants. And you're just yeah. like, this is what a normal dude looks like. Yeah. It works. Yeah. He could just dress like that. Be fine. And then he slaps the horse on the butt after she gives him her, her number. phone number. Yeah. And then. Yeah, she was going to write him a citation for jaywalking. Yeah. And he was like, but I'm a cop. And, she was like, and she's like, oh, a brother in arms. And then gave her his phone number or gave him his gave phone number came from the lady yeah. to Kevin James. And then he slaps the horse on the butt and the horse just in the worst sort of CGI in the whole movie. Yeah. And there's some competition. The horse kicks him and he flips like flips upside like down up and then like hits, hits the, the car, car and the window shatters. And then he falls on directly on his head and then on his back. Yeah. And there's no blood or broken bones or there's anything. No blood in the like whole he should have died. Yeah. He should be dead. Like he landed on the top of his head mm-hmm. and then fell onto his back. There should have been blood at least. Yeah. I think a good cut of the movie is one where he just ends up getting literally obliterated by the horse. Yeah. Just fully dying. Yeah. Or maybe when he's fighting the bird, mm-hmm. the bird just like squawks at him loud enough that he just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> His ear splitting, like shriek. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. It's, like the bird start scene rolling. is unbelievable because it's such a it's such a clear microcosm of how he operates. The there's a he's sitting in this garden, just sort of relaxing while piano music is being played live in the garden. And this bird, this bird of paradise or whatever, walks up and he just immediately starts shooing the bird away and being like very wide. It's like the bird wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. The bird wasn't even like looking at him. He antagonized the bird and then got mad at being attacked by the bird. It's like the bird started hissing. Bro. Didn't like that. Anyway. So would you recommend this film? Probably not. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. It's not really a good movie. The best thing about it is. Hard to call it a film really. Yeah. Best thing about it is 90 minutes. Yeah. That is the best part is that it's a tight 90 which is the ideal length for a movie. I think it was fun to watch knowing so much about it, actually getting to like, mm-hmm. ah, so this is the banana scene that I've heard so much about. Oh, that the punching was the old horrible. lady scene, you know? Yeah, the banana was bad. Yeah. At first I thought it was like some kind of like sushi burrito because mm-hmm. the peel looked like seaweed. <laughs> and it's just the fact that, so that he's, it's this guy who works in shipping just eating this comically old banana the thi- also, when he pulls out his lunch, and it's like the wide shot, he's pulling out a sandwich. 
And then when it's like the tighter shot of him like opening the banana, mm-hmm. that's like completely different than what he pulled out of his little bag. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, had beef with that. I feel like they're trying to do a joke there, which is like you think it's going to be a sandwich and then it's a weird old banana. But I don't know. That looks like sushi kind of. Because it says it would be very funny if he was just eating the old banana. But Paul Blart is just like, oh, that banana so old. It looks so gross. Oh, ugh. it's just like. You don't have to narrate what we're supposed to be thinking. Yeah. Just do it. It's so frustrating. Yeah. If you just made Kevin James a silent character, the movie mm, would be 20 times better. Just cut all his dialogue. Yeah. yeah. The one place I think that maybe would have benefited a little bit from dialogue was when he was slowly unwrapping the Hershey's Kiss. Mm-hmm. Like if he was kind of like, all right, it's got to be perfect. As he's like slowly unwrapping this and like really like hyping himself up while he does it, I feel like that would have made that a little bit more mm-hmm. interesting because otherwise he's just like very carefully unwrapping the Hershey kiss and then he eats it obnoxiously and throws away the paper. Yeah. In a way where you think it sets it up so you think he needs the paper or the foil to do something on a segue to like hotwire it, but he doesn't. He's just eating it. Yeah. It's just, okay. Yeah. I'm done talking about it. Don't watch that film. Do listen to Till Death Do Us Blart. And do listen to our podcast. Yeah, keep listening. Don't don't shut this one off because yeah. there's still stuff yet yeah. to come. Yeah, don't pause us to go watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Please don't. Wait Please. till the episode's done and then watch it. We're going to look at the, the data for our <laughs> listeners, okay? And we're going to know if you all decided to leave to go watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And we will be offended. Just keep that in mind. All right, let's go back to the jokes. What's the most fitting name for a kid who hates school? So is this just like a kid's name who sounds like a dumb person? No. Like the wordplay is that it's a person's name, but we've it means the a, same We've as named like, a kid huge idiot for yeah, the purpose exactly. of this joke. But if it was like Hugh, jidiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then then that, that's what I'm talking about. Is it something like that? No. Okay. But it's with a name. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but not like mean. Right. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is that it's a it's a regular child's name. Yeah. That also sounds like a way you would describe someone who is uneducated. No, not the uneducated part. It is just a name, but it's broken up to sound like other words. And those other words are something related to school. Okay, but it's someone who skips school. No, it's someone who hates school. Hates school. Can I give it? Can I get a hint on the name? It's a boy's name. Not like a, like a hint on the name, <laughs> like like a famous person who has this name or like, yeah, um, he just died. Math Matt you Matthew Math you Math you yeah Math you yeah mm, it's compelling it's compelling but it's not very good when you paint by numbers yeah that's a math hue Matthew not math, really math you're not hue. doing math with that. It's just numbers. But it's numbers. Numbers are a part of math. Yeah, but you're not doing anything with the numbers that would make it math. They're just numbers there. Yeah, but, you know. When you eat alphabet soup, are you reading? Yeah. If, if it's like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Or you're just, I think you sometimes read if, if, the wor- if it makes numbers together, makes words together. Are you making words with your alphabet soup? I've never had alphabet soup. Wow, that sucks. Or I have. I can't read. I don't know if they're letters. Tough crowd. I think Math Hugh is much more compelling than Math You. 
is like this is the same beef I have with in the one by Taylor Swift when she's like, we never painted by the numbers, babe, but we were making it count. Like you don't count when you paint by number, dumbass. Sorry, I'm gonna. You have a lot of feelings specifically about painting by numbers and the fact that it's just looking at it's numbers. It's just looking at numbers and matching the colors to the number. It's matching. It's a matching game. But she says we didn't paint by numbers. Yeah. You So you but think it were... should be we, we didn't paint by numbers and we weren't making it count. Yeah. Because the but well, implies that like, you would be counting. She was like, we never painted by the numbers, babe, but we were making it count. Like makes it seem like she thinks that there's counting involved with paint by number and there's not. I don't remember which one the one is. Is that the one that says hair falling into place like dominoes? No. Is that, this is that's I'm doing gold fine rush, I'm it? on some new shit. Oh, yeah. Or I'm doing good. I don't know. It doesn't matter what good. she's I'm doing. I'm doing some new shit. Let's do another I'm joke. yes instead of no. I'm doing, I'm doing fine, and I want a new joke. What did the painting addict do when he spilled paint on himself? What did the painting addict do when yeah. he spilled paint on himself? Finger paint... Finger paint. Yeah, exactly. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. He's a real fucking weirdo. Aren't we all? I guess so. Is it something to do with paint remover? I guess you're on the right track. Hmm. I really don't think that that sh- that this person should be called the painting addict, but... Okay. If you think the setup doesn't get me to the punchline, just tell me the punchline. He drew a bath. Like, I think it should be, what did the artist do yeah, when he spilled painting paint? painting addict? Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, painting addict. That makes what me if you think just that say they the like, artist? Yeah. And then, because also drawing, like, it's not painting. Yeah, you don't draw with paint. No. So Especially you, if it's by numbers. Yeah. So you have each... <laughs> That's, like, the most mad I've seen you in regards to numbers and painting, maybe ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's really been brought up before. I guess not. You've been just holding it in this yeah. whole time. It's never well, come out. I got a lot of feelings, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it should just be what did the artist do? Yeah, of course. And then he drew a bath, and then it's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But, like... It reminds me of, like, PBS and, like, Sesame Street and yeah. shit. And they would just, like, have, like, a crayon, and they draw something, and then the thing comes to life. Sure. I think that's cool. Okay. But but painting isn't drawing, even if they are associated by artists. Yeah. So it wouldn't be if you spill. Well, you can still, like that's that's why I think it should be artist and not right. like painter. Right. Because, I guess because an like, artist could paint. Because and like draw. you can be like a multifaceted artist, and you can yeah you can draw and you can paint. Yeah. Well, you fix that one. Yeah, I'm the doctor now. I need somebody to make that the I'm the captain now meme, but it's me and it says I'm the doctor now. All right. Email us at that image at edjdpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Or you could do that. No. I think you could. I'm not going to do that because that's me uh, supporting your usurpation of power. And I'm not going to do that. Listen, we're co-hosts. You could also do it. Yeah. You edit images. Why do I have to do this? Uh-huh. That's just yeah. you using your... You have, the power yeah. went straight to your head. You're like... Ugh. Listen, I'm, I'm good at delegation. That's why I make a great leader. Yes. Next joke, please. What do you call the fear of being in a high place next to a hole? <laughs> That's way too fucking specific. Okay acrobatophobia no. no next to a hole yeah 
So is it acrophobia? No. Is that what being that's afraid spiders. of heights? No, that's arachnophobia. Whatever. But next to a hole. Mm, osmosis. So it's not an acra. Acra isn't part of it. No. What's it, is it? Does it have to do with that like fear of yes. a lot of holes? Yes. What's that one called? Is that like thalassophobia? No, nope. that's not. Um, I don't know what that one is. What is it? Well, this is just going to be the answer to the joke. Okay. Um, it's trypophobia. Trypophobia. And so the joke is trip off phobia. Trip off phobia. So it's next to one big hole, is what it says yeah. in a high place next to a big. But isn't isn't trypophobia? It's, it's just a fear of holes. I thought it was a fear of. It can like a bunch of little holes was the yeah. The well, point. like that's a way that it can express, mm. but it's not like just the tiny holes together. Yeah, I okay. have that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking like looking at a sponge, I can't. <laughs> This is really like if I can't do that. I'm sorry. That's Honeycomb, really bad. Yeah. This how's this chair for this you? This chair is okay because it's like ovals. Yeah, and there's like uh, it's not as small, mm. and they're all the same. Right. Um, it's more like the irregularities and that sort of thing. I see. But so you're saying that some people would just be afraid of like one big hole? Yeah. Mm. Not me though. No. I would love to get in a big hole. How do you feel about that one Shia LaBeouf movie? Holes. Yeah. Never really seen it. Is that because you're afraid? No, it's because my brother annoyed me with it. And oh. so, like, that's the only book he would read. And, and that annoyed you? And that really annoyed me. Yeah. Is this where this fear came from? <laughs> no, it just annoyed me. And then for a while, that was, like, the only movie he wanted to watch. Mm. That and, like, some mockumentary type shit about, like, the guy who started McDonald's. And I was like... <laughs> Boys watch the weirdest fucking shit. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. I'm so excited for this new Bobby Broccoli YouTube video essay that just dropped like yesterday. What's the, is that real? He just does videos about like, it's called, I think it's called the company that destroyed Canada or something like that. And I don't know what it's about, but he's done ones that's like the physicist who faked an element. So like, I mean, like that sounds more interesting than like mockumentary about the guy who started McDonald's, but... Well, I mean, like, I guess, I guess, if you were watching only, like, only that only, and only holes. one, yeah, <laughs> one of those, like, YouTube video essays uh -huh. and holes, and that was it. It's just the Bob emergency, and then holes, and then the Bob emergency part two, and then holes again. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah, I haven't really seen that movie because my brother pissed me off with it. Trip off phobia is weird. Because that feels like that should be like if you are like on the edge of a canyon or something, right? Because a, a bunch of, because that is a hole. And mm -hmm. then you would be afraid of falling into the hole because you're afraid of holes, but also afraid of tripping off into the hole. And just sort of being in a high place next to a hole is like, that feel, it feels like sometimes these people write jokes, but they don't think about like the situation they're setting up or just like the way that normal people talk. Yeah. I don't know. Not that it needs to be the way normal people talk, but it's just like, think about a real situation in which this could uh, arise and then just describe that situation mm -hmm. and not just like saying the things next to each other. We'll talk about this next episode when we focus on creating good setups for punchlines. Yep. All right. How do shoes talk after you wear them for a long time? Tongue tied? Nope. Okay. Soullessly? No. What are other parts of shoes? It's not really a part of a shoe, but more like something you do with a shoe. So maybe just like slip off, s loafer. 
Something you do with a shoe? Walk, run, jog? No. What do you do with a shoe? Put it on? Take it off? Put it on the... Like like when you wear a shoe and it's kind of uncomfortable for a while before it... You break it in? Yeah. Broken. Broken. Broke in Broken English? in English. Broken in... Broken in English. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's kind of impressive that they went that far into it. Yeah. Now, glish is hanging off the end of yeah. do nothing. Broken English. I do actually kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That's, maybe it's just the crop that we've gotten today has been, and also watching 90 minutes of a movie and not laughing once, even though it's labeled a comedy, yeah. kind of makes me feel a little devoid of humor. Mm. So I like that one. It kind of just reminded me of like, I think someone drugged my shoes. I don't know what they're laced with, but I've been tripping all day. Mm-hmm. It's a great joke. That's, That's a really, good. really good joke. Someone commented saying they use their tongues. Yeah. But broken English. Broken English is, it feels like it's it's just really close. It's really close to being good. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I honestly think it's it's the going too far. Like if you said broke in English. Broken English. Then that is cleaner. Mm-hmm. But then the, you, but then you've gone further and it's like okay so now glish is nothing yeah that one's yeah that one's compelling that's honk joke of the episode oh, i'll really? say it right now wow yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. what's the bonk joke what was the first one we did after break was it the paint one matthew matthew what were the... <laughs> yeah let's say matthew i didn't like that one bonk 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 what about the fig one? Oh no that was worse yeah yeah that was worse for sure you want computer? I would love a computer joke. Jokes from the computer. Jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes? Why is tennis like coloring? Is this another fucking racket one? Nope. It's always fucking rackets. It's with not tennis. racket. Thank goodness. What is? Why is tennis like coloring? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. You've got to keep it within the lines. Huh. Yeah. Another paint by numbers fucking situation, isn't it? All over again. Gotta keep it in the lines. Yeah, that's fine. Color gotta be in the lines, or else it's sloppy coloring. Yeah. And if you're playing tennis, you gotta keep your ball in the line. Or else, it's or your else, fault. Or yep, you gotta keep you all lose. your balls in line. Yeah, like a Newton's cradle. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's the end of the podcast. My name is Evan DM. If you want to find me on whatever, Google it. There's like very low chance that you listen to this podcast and you don't like know who I am already and need to like look me up. But like I guess maybe you don't know I'm a musician, so you can go yeah, to Spotify. Yeah, maybe you're somebody else's friend listening. That's true. I guess other people do theoretically tell people to listen to this mm-hmm. podcast because they like like it yeah. and they want to share it with a friend. Find Sarah online, Sarah A B T W. That's Sarah with an H. Yep. And then enter our contest if you're 21. Yes. Tell us some jokes that you wrote, please. Because we're going to do a special episode where we just read them. And that's going to be the whole episode. Mm. And. Yeah. Don't make me have to try to find something else to put in that episode. Yeah. We could. Sarah could use the break. Anything else? Uh, I'm I'm trying to get around to putting more episodes up on Patreon. Uh, so I'm just going to edit them less. So if one of us says something like embarrassing or incriminating, just like ignore it. Because I'm not going to like listen as closely. I'm just going to cut out big pauses. That's patreon.com slash joke doctor. 
And you can email us with the email link that's in the description of this podcast, edjdpodcast at gmail.com. That's the end of the podcast. And as we always say when it's that time, if it ain't joke, don't fix it. And don't watch Paul Blart.